Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable inviting you to stay tuned for this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus. We have entered into a brand new year, and I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to speak from the Word of God to our hearts and our minds today. I really believe that God has a message for me and for you to to cause us to be able to endure every trial, every test, and to come through those fiery trials without the smell of smoke like the three Hebrew children came out of the fiery furnace. I think that's a little a little detail that sometimes we overlook. Uh, they came out of this fire that was so hot, it killed them that got close enough to throw them in it. And they were in it. And God sustained them in the fire. He didn't keep them from the fire. He sustained them in the fire, became a greater testimony than delivering them from the fire. Amen. And, and when they came out, the Bible said there was not even the smell of smoke. You know, when God brought the children of Israel up out of the land of Egypt, the scripture said there was not one feeble one among them. And the dogs were not even able to bark when three million people left Egypt. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, friend of mine, what God does, he does in a mighty and magnificent way uh, that there's no doubt that the supernatural has been uh, involved in the deliverance and in the help that is needed. Praise God. Amen. We're going to be talking about a great subject to begin this brand new year. I wish I could tell you uh, that there's not going to be any problems, pressures, painful incidents in your life, but I cannot tell you that. I can tell you by the authority of God's Word that there is hope for hurting people. There is a God who says, call upon me, call upon me in the time of trouble. I will deliver you and thou shalt glorify me. It's the very trouble uh, that causes uh, causes us to cry out to God, that causes God to respond with His help in our life, His deliverance in our life. And the test, therefore, becomes a testimony to God's goodness, His mercy, His grace, His faithfulness, His power, and His might. Hallelujah. So we're going to be talking about trusting God in trouble times, and make no mistake about it, we are living uh, as humans on this planet in in troubled times, times that are called the last days, the perilous times will come in the last days, the scriptures declare, and those days are here right now. Uh, But not only is this a global problem affecting all humanity, but there are personal troubled times that will come to our hearts and our lives and our families. And we need to understand that God is waiting for us to cry unto him in 
our trouble and that he wants to move. We need to understand and grasp this today. God is not sitting aloof in his heaven uh, saying, make the best of it. Or if you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen. God is saying, call on me. Psalm 50 and verse 15, after giving him the gratitude and the thanks and the honor and the praise that he deserves and desires. He says, and then call on me in the time of trouble. I will deliver you and thou shalt glorify me. (laughs) Hallelujah. So I'm going to begin to read from and teach from Psalm 107 on this This great, important subject today to each and every one of us, trusting God in troubled times. Let's let's just uh, uh, stop for a moment right here. I want to thank everyone in our listening audience for being so faithful to come back uh, once again to share uh, around the Word of God with us. And, And if you believe this broadcast will be a blessing, to someone, I pray that you will uh, contact them, drop them a postcard, and tell them to tune in on on Tuesday at one one p.m. right here on WMAF. Give them a phone call and email, and uh, and 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 just share uh, with them what we are all about and what we, you and I, are doing when we come together around the Word of God. I believe the Holy Spirit is going to speak to us. I believe he's going to speak through us. Hallelujah. And I believe he's he's going to minister as the word of God is read. And we come to the Lord prayerfully. Every time I sit down at this microphone, I say, Lord, let me speak as an oracle of God today with all the authority and integrity that you have invested in your word. Let me declare it as true. And I pray to the Holy Spirit today that as I make my tongue the pen of a ready writer, uh, that he will speak to me, that he might speak through me. And I pray that to the Lord Jesus Christ, my sovereign and my savior, that he may be exalted. Hallelujah. That he may be glorified, that the father may be glorified in the son. Oh, friend of mine, I believe God is extremely interested in your life and mine. Jesus said the hair of our head is numbered. No one knows you like God knows you, and no one loves you like God loves you. Therefore, he is a merciful God, (laughs) and because of his love, that mercy flows from his heart. And because his heart is touched with our needs and our problems and our troubles, even when we are to blame, God's love is greater than our own folly. Friend of mine, I want you to know there's hope for you in Christ today. There's hope for you in God today. And I believe the enemy of our soul wants to convince us that that we're not worthy, that uh, we've done something that will so disqualify us from from being worthy. It It would. It would in and of itself if God wasn't merciful, if God wasn't gracious. 
You see, mercy is not for people that deserve anything but punishment and judgment. Grace is not for anyone uh, who has merit, who has something to present that says, I'm worth saving. I am worth delivering. I am worth hearing when I pray. Oh, friend of mine, I want you to go with us into this Bible study today and understand that God is waiting for you to call upon Him. Now, if you're not a Christian today, the first step in calling upon Him, the first thing He wants to hear so He can help in all of those other areas is that you would cry unto Him uh, for forgiveness, that you would repent of your sin. You would do an about face and you would begin to choose the light over the darkness. You say, Pastor Venable, I, I just don't believe that I could live the life. <laughs> well, I don't believe you can either. God doesn't believe that you can live it in and of yourself. That's why this is not just getting religion. This is coming into a personal relationship with the living God through His Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ, by His Holy Spirit. And when we're empowered by the Spirit of God, amen, we can say with Paul of old, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. You see, God doesn't leave us down here to muddle through on our own. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. The word in the, the word in the Greek is, is orphanous. I will not abandon you like an orphan and leave you on your own in the world. I will not leave you alone, but I will send you another comforter and he shall be with you and he shall be in you and he shall abide with you forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, God loves you today. And I want you to go with us in the Word of God. If you're not a Christian, don't disqualify yourself from God's love and mercy and grace today. Come with us around the Word of God and see His character and how He responds to people who are in trouble. People just like you and people just like me. You know, Jesus taught in this world, in this world, this fallen world, you shall have tribulation. The Greek word is thelpsis, and it literally means pressure and pain and anguish. These are the things that occur when real trouble comes to our life. And, it, it, and when God helps us, when we don't even deserve it many times, and most times, and well, I'm going to go on record as saying all times, because when you come to Him, the only way to come to Him, regardless of your uh, how you assess yourself as being good enough or strong enough or pure enough or powerful enough or, or, or sweet enough or kind enough or giving enough, there's only one approach to God because we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous. In his side, I'm talking about not the self-righteous in their own side, not even those who others consider. I'm talking about in his side, there is none righteous. And it's reiterated, no, not one, not you, not me, not someone we know and revere, maybe a wonderful person. 
But when we come to God, we must be brought before the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace to help in the time of any need. You can't even use your great faith to believe Him. That faith comes forth after we come, just as we are. I love that great song. I used to watch even all growing up the Billy Graham Crusades on television. And at the end, the great choir would begin to sing, Just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bids me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. And I would watch them coming out of those bleachers and coming in droves to come, to come to repent of their sin and receive Christ as their Savior because of the message of grace that had been given, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news that God wants to be reconciled with you and He wants you to be reconciled to Him. And Jesus bridged that gap that sin had created between a holy God and unholy man. And he bridged it when he hung between heaven and earth. He took the hand of a holy God in the hands of fallen men spiritually. And he became the bridge over troubled water. The bridge between a holy God and fallen man through his own suffering and sacrifice. But I want you to know that bridge is strong and powerful and secure today. For you and me, there is hope. There is hope. Hallelujah. And I'm trying to get into the, the, the reading of the psalm, but we're setting a foundation for this teaching after we read. And we're going to read quite a bit today, but it's going to be worth it. And what I want you to look for as we read out of Psalm 107, when we come to the verse, first the circumstance that they are in, and then what they did, and what the devil doesn't want you and I to do. And that is, they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble. Listen to this carefully today. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Psalm 107 and verse 1 says, For He is good, and His mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed say so, whom He hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. I want, I want to stop right here. Normally we would read this and say, If you're redeemed, if you've been washed in the blood of Jesus, then say so. Be bold in your testimony. Declare it openly. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Yes, that is true. And that can be said. But it's after the first verse. Listen to it this way. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good and His mercy endures forever. What is the last statement of the first verse? His mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed say so. Let the redeemed declare, I'm redeemed, yes. But I'm redeemed because of one reason. Because His mercy endures forever. 
You know, the Bible says we don't have a high priest who isn't touched with the feeling of our infirmities in the new covenant, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Therefore, let us come boldly before the throne of grace, that we might obtain first and foremost mercy and then grace to help in the time of any need. You know, we need to declare how merciful our God is. Hallelujah. He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. That's what gave Jeremiah hope in Lamentations chapter 3. Lamentation is the, the blues. He's lamenting. He's preached and proclaimed the word of the Lord. Hey, preacher, are you listening? Hey, pastor, hey, evangelist, are you listening? It's tough to preach the word to people that are caught up in a culture like ours that's moving so swiftly away from God, almost like it's running from him when we should be running to him. It's tough to preach the gospel today and not see the response because of the great falling away that is occurring right now. Amen. It is tough to to preach and try to teach people so distracted by their their troubles, their responsibilities, their their pain and their disappointments because this world can't give you the peace it promises. This world can't deliver the joy uh, that it promises only through trusting God in these troubled times can these great events occur. There's so much the doctors don't know with all the technology we have, so much they can't do, but nothing is impossible with God. And God is waiting for us to come to Him and put our trust in Him so that He can show us His glory by touching our lives supernaturally <laughs> and delivering us from the trouble that sin and self and Satan has brought into our life. Thank God for His mercy endures forever. In the book of Lamentations, here's a preacher who's preached anointed and appointed of God, and people did not repent. They did not turn. His own covenant people were now going to go into captivity. Their enemies were going to prevail over them, and they would be carried off into Babylon. And he sees this, and, and, and he knows this, and the hurt and the pain is almost unbearable. And he says in Lamentations 3, when I consider the wormwood and the gall, the bitterness, my soul is humbled within me. That word humbled in Lamentations 3 is the word for crushed, just crushed within. He was crushed. But he said this, hey, preach, are you listening? Hey, pastor, are you listening? But this I recall to mind. Hey, person, in deep trouble that seems there's no way out. Everything is dark and bleak and seemingly hopeless and you feel so helpless. Are you listening today? This I 
recall to mind. This is what he knew about God and his character and his unchanging personhood. Oh, he knew something about God that gave him hope. This I recall to mind. Thy mercies are new every morning. It's a, it's because of your mercy that we're not consumed by this fire, this trial, this test, this trouble. And thy mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Oh, friend, it's in the context of faithfulness to his own character of mercy and grace. Not just faithfulness because of his integrity, his holiness and his purity. That is one of the ingredients that causes him to be faithful. But more than anything else, he is faithful because he loves you this much. And he loves me. And he loved the world in its fallen condition and man in his darkness and rebellion and sin. Enough to give his only begotten son. That's mercy. And his mercy is being focused on. (laughs) He's faithful to be merciful. Remember the story of blind Bartimaeus in the new covenant? He can't see. He's blind and Jesus is is passing by and the crowd is hollering and there's noise and, and he has become very sensitive to 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 things with his ears listening for sounds and when he hears the crescendo of the crowd he knows Jesus must be passing by right in front of him. And he cries out, Jesus, son of David. And what is the focus of his faith? Immediately he says, have mercy on me. (laughs) And they told him to hush up. He troubled the master and he cried all the louder, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And immediately Jesus stopped in his tracks and said, bring that man to me. The focus of his faith was on the mercy. He he already, it was a given to him that God has the power to heal him. Oh, friend of mine, it should be a given to us. There's nothing too hard for God. But is he, does he love me enough to show me mercy by stretching forth his hand? By answering my cry, oh, friend of mine. Yes, he does. You know why? Because his mercy is new every morning. Great is his faithfulness to show mercy to those who cry out unto him for that mercy. I acknowledge he's a merciful God. That's why the Bible said, let the redeemed say so. Hallelujah. Not only that we've been redeemed, but we've obtained mercy. And our God is a merciful God. Amen and amen. His mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Are you redeemed today? Have you been washed in the blood of the Lamb? Then declare, my God is a merciful God. Every time that we share Holy Communion, we publicly proclaim the mercy of the Lord 
expressed in and through His Son and our Savior, that we are saved because of the broken body and the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And solo Cristo becomes part of our creed as Christians. Only Jesus could do that. And only His blood has that ability to appease the wrath of God and reconcile us to Him. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, and His mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Whom He hath redeemed, I'm going to continue to read from the hand of the enemy, and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north, and from the south. You know, when we first uh, began our ministry where we are, it was there was a spoken word uh, in, in the gift of the Holy Spirit that said, I will bring them from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Literally, we thought that was from the uh, all parts of our city, and we would have a great impact right here, in Tampa, but it we never grew to that big congregation that we were expecting. We had the land, and we had the the ability to build on it if more people came to that church. But it wasn't just about coming to our church; it was coming to God through Christ from the four corners of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. And people are hearing this broadcast because of the world wide web all over the United States, all over the world, where anyone is connected to the world wide web. And I'm convinced there are people coming to Christ today all over the world as they hear the gospel, not just from our broadcast, but all those who see the benefit and value of the media. There's so we we got a a, a person who came to our website from Borneo. I I was I, it took me back. I had to get on uh online and pull up a map and see where in the world Borneo was, and to think that in places that you consider jungle and 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 just so far out that someone is hearing from Africa to the Arctic, people have come to the website, and what they downloaded, I am not sure, but I know one thing: if they downloaded a sermon, a message from from Let's Talk About Jesus broadcast, they are hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it is a powerful, power-filled gospel. You know, the Bible said that God chose the foolishness of preaching. Not foolish preaching, but the foolishness of preaching. Weak people like me and every other minister in and of ourselves. Oh, but enabled by the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit, anointed by the Holy Spirit to bring the living Word of God. And the Bible said it's quick and it is powerful, which means it's alive. There's life in the Word and there's light to shatter the darkness and illuminate in the Word of God today. Because of His mercy, He's still reaching out to fallen man, and he's reaching further than ever before 
in terms of exposing the gospel of Jesus Christ to all who will hear and all who will give heed. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Psalm 107 and verse 1 declares, For his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Well, I'm one of those redeemed people because of his mercy, allowing for his grace to save me today. An old friend of mine, I say so every chance that I get. I declare I am saved today because of the shed blood of Jesus, because of the mercy and grace in the heart of the Father that gave us His Son, and the mercy and grace in the heart of the Son that held Him to the cross until the price was paid so I could be saved, so you can be saved. And I am convinced today that that grace and that mercy that gave hope to Jeremiah in the book of Lamentations, Thy mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I'm declaring to you today, God is, is merciful. God is gracious. And God is in love with you. <laughs> oh, oh, friend of mine, you say, how could God love me? You don't know what sins I've committed. Well, God does, and He still gave His Son, and Jesus still gave His life. And the Scripture said God commends His love to us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I want you to call on Him today, to cry out to Him today, because you're in trouble without God and without hope in this present world and in the world to come. Turn from the darkness to the light. Run to Jesus. Receive this mercy. I pray you will right now and come back next week and let's talk about Jesus. Jesus.